I wanted to thank you guys for tuning in today. And today's topic, since we're being on the topic of love and dating, let's also address heartache. So, a lot of people get into relationships nowadays for the wrong reasons. You may say, what are the wrong reasons? Are you just getting with someone just to have someone to sleep with? I think when you get to a certain age, the person that you're getting to know needs to be someone that you're planning on building a life with. Now, I'm not going to divulge what my age is, but I will tell you that I am at that age right now. I have been married and my marriage failed because my husband and I were not on the same page. He kept a lot of secrets from me, and when I found out about those secrets, it kind of blew our marriage apart. After that, we tried and tried and tried some more, but there was just no working it out. That was three years ago, and in June... I finally took the step to go onto a dating site and put a profile. Now I did, I met someone, and things started flowing really fast. We had an exceptional, an exceptional connection. And I kind of felt myself falling in love. But he was six years older than I, and he was not ready to say those words. And after two months of dating, we have broken up. All I can say is, I had ever been that happy <laughs> in my life in a relationship. He did all the right things. And I think maybe I pressured him. Pressured him to be ready. And that was not the thing to do. So ladies and gentlemen, when you're into this new relationship, please do not pressure anyone. And don't try to rush things because they will happen naturally. As you listen to more and more of my podcast, you will find that I am a very <laughs> complicated person. And there are times when I kind of ruin things for myself. But trust me, I'm a work in progress. I know what I have to do to get myself back on track. So, with that, I'm going to leave you with a few questions. Dating sites. Are dating sites what they're all cracked up to be? Is it okay to have an extramarital affair <laughs> and meet someone on a dating app? I think people, people do that. They can be still married 
and not have that fulfillment in their marriage and then they go looking looking and looking to find what they don't have in their marriage i think people when they get married when they decide to get married they should have a list if that person meets everything on that list okay get married if not do not even think about it i wish someone had told me before i got married i think that I, I was rushed. I was I was definitely rushed into marriage, and I I think I was kind of blindsided by a lot of things because there were specific questions that I had asked my husband, my then husband. Well, <laughs> I had asked him a lot of questions, and simple questions that you. The things that you want to know when you're getting to know someone. And he was dishonest about all those things. And I found out about those things. And it kind of threw me for a definite loop. Many loops. And I definitely think if we had waited longer, we got married after six months of knowing each other. If we had waited longer things probably would have turned out differently. But, of course, they did not. <laughs> um, we didn't have any children through the course of our marriage. Uh, right now, I don't have any kids now. I've always wanted to be a mother. And this uh, person that I was previously with, uh, he doesn't, didn't want any more children. So, I had to make the choice. I was like, well, okay, are you going to be with him and not have kids? Or are you going to be with somebody else that is not him and have kids? I, I kind of made the decision that if I was going to be with anyone and not have kids, it would be him. Because I felt pretty hard for him. And the thing is, the, the hurting thing is, why do we always get put with people that are like such opposites from us or we don't find that out until later? I am a person that is always like used to giving my love, giving all my affection, showering my partner with love and, and gifts even. But he's the type that... I'm not going to say he wasn't into all the lovey-dovey, all this and that, but he was not one to quickly express his feelings. And that made me feel like things were one-sided. But I looked at his actions, and I could tell that he did love me, even though he hadn't said the words. I don't... I, I pressured him. I pressured him. And now... I'm single again and I don't think I'm going to go back to the dating sites I'm not knocking them because you can meet someone you can find your perfect person right then and there on the dating site but the difference is or the difference to whether things are going to work out is if that person's going to be honest with you or if you're going to find out all this other stuff in the end.
and it hurts. Mm-hmm. It hurts finding out that someone has been dishonest through the course of a relationship. It hurts. It hurts. And there's no, you don't have to rush to get over things. Give yourself time. That's what I say. I gave myself um, almost three years to get over my husband, to get back to who I was before I met him, to get myself back on track. And then, you know, I didn't have. Well, I did meet someone, and we did have a wonderful time. We spent many wonderful hours. <laughs> we did a lot of things together, but now that's over, and I can't say that I'm not sad. But here, we don't mind talking about our feelings, whether they're good or bad. But I want to encourage you, you know, to get back out there. If you met someone, dated a couple of weeks, a couple of months, and things just fell apart, don't give up. And I know I'm saying I'm not going to go back onto the dating side. I might just try something different. But I don't want anyone to give up because everyone deserves to be happy and hey I'm here for you (laughs) all right everybody out there take care stay safe wear your mask keep your hands washed and I will catch you in the next one bye so now that we are acquainted and I don't know if I said my name in the last podcast this is Veronica and today I am going to be telling you guys about how I got catfished a few months ago well (laughs) I have been talking to this guy for a while on the dating app and he had pictures on his profile and of course I had what 12 or 13 pictures of myself, um, various outfits, various hairstyles, and so, um, it was a situation where you look at my profile, you wouldn't have any other questions about how I looked or the type of person I was, because I manifest myself through the clothes that I wear and the way that I carry myself, but this man, Yes, he had pictures on his profile, and I had no reason not to believe that it was him. All right, so we exchanged numbers, and we started talking on the phone, and I really enjoyed his conversation. He enjoyed mine as well, and we were laughing, joking, talking, and then we started later on talking about the professions that we're in, you know, what we do for a living. And uh, he worked for a beverage company. I'm not going to say any name or give anything out, but he went from different locations, stocking the stores with particular beverages made by this particular company. And so one, one morning, 
4 a.m. in the morning. He's telling me I'm coming through your area because I have to go to the store and I have to restock the store. And so I would like to see you. I was like, okay. Now, mind you, it's 4 in the morning. And he said, I will see you around 6, around 6 a.m. Uh, he told me that he was coming from a particular town which turned out not to be true. He was being dishonest about where he lived and his photos were fake. They were stolen. But anyway, uh, we ended up meeting <laughs> in front of a store here in my town at 6.30. And so I pulled up in my little vehicle and his was the only one parked in the parking lot. And so my phone rang and he said, is that you? I was like, yeah, it's me. He said, you want me to come over there or are you gonna come over here? I said, I'll come over there. Now, before I say what happened, okay, now the pictures that he had on his profile, it was this, you know, African-American guy. He was brown skin, dark hair. Uh, he was thin and he was tall. And, you know, those are features that I'm very, very attracted to. <laughs> I got out of my vehicle. I put my mask on. And I got to the passenger side. I opened the door. And I got in. I know you guys are saying, oh, you know, <laughs> anything could have happened to me uh, during these wee hours of the morning. But we're in front of the store, and the store has cameras. So if anything had happened prior to me getting in or out of the car, you know, it would have been recorded. So I got on in. And I looked at him. He looked nothing. Nothing like the pictures he was he was tall but he was extremely plus size now I don't have anything against anyone being plus size but he was he was extremely plus size I don't want to say obese but that's what he was and uh, he did work for that company and he had on his uniform and he was bursting out of his uniform and so he looked at me and I looked at him and I said, so now you see it's me. It's really me. Yes, this is. <laughs> and he went on to tell me how beautiful I was. And uh, he was just saying all kinds of stuff. And I noted that I started smelling um, drugs, m marijuana through my mask and I was like wait a minute this guy says he's on his way to work and it smells and I I just had to say something I said have you been smoking and he was like no I was like well well you know I I I smell it he was like oh no no I haven't been smoking and instead of me confronting him with it not being who he was in the picture I just kind of played it cool and I was like okay so we've met now what and he said well uh, you want to be in a relationship? Now, I'm not a judgmental person and I could have forgiven him for the catfishing uh, you know, on down the road. So I was like, okay, we can be in a relationship. 
And he said, well, I got to get on and go to work. And I'll call you when I'm coming back through so we can see each other again. All right. Uh, he went on. I went home. And so noon came. And I didn't hear, hear anything from him. So I called him a couple of times. And he didn't answer. So I went back just to make sure that I had been talking to him. I, I went back. It was strange. It was very strange. I went back to his page and I was right. I was like, this is not him. This is not him at all. You know, I was sleepy, but I was, I was sure that it was him. And so through the course of a couple of days, I did not hear from this, this man either on, on the phone or on the app. And just so happens I was in a particular store shopping with my mom. A large, a large store. I'm not going to say any name, but we were shopping. This place, you can get everything you need from food, clothes, camping gear, everything. We were in there. And I happened to walk down this aisle and I'm going trying to restock on my sweet tea that I'm always buying. And there he is. He's right there in front of me. And I'm frozen. And my mom says, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I couldn't say anything. And he and I, we looked at each other. And I took a few steps towards him. And he kept on with his job. And then he looked around at me again. And he realized. He was like, oh, no, you know. It's her. Now, my mom raised me right. So I didn't confront him. I did not. I could not. I could not move. And my mom was like, come on, what's wrong? What? What's going on? I was like, nothing. And then I took, we turned around and we left off out. And I said, that's him. That's him. That's him. She said, who? I said, the guy that catfished me. And she said, that's him. She went back and looked. And then he was started working. She said he looked up at her. Let me tell you. Let me tell you guys what I did. I... I was walking through the store. It was like I was numb. I was numb. I wanted to turn around. I didn't know what to do. I wanted to go back and confront him. So the only thing I could do was just take out my phone. And I went to his number. I went to his contact information. And I do not use profanity. I do not use profanity, guys. I'm not that type of woman. But I got... I, <laughs> I cursed him out. I... I said in every, everything that I could think of in that text. And lo and behold, he, he didn't come back. The next time I went back to the store, they had somebody else working in his spot. He was wrong. He thought I was going to turn him in. But I just could not believe. I mean, what was the point? What was the point in catfishing me? Even... Even after I agreed to go on and continue to date him, he chickened out. What was it? What Did he think that we were going to meet and have an intimate encounter? That's not the type of person that I am. So, guys, I just want to tell you when you're out there, when you're online, looking at people's dating profiles, make sure that you try at least try to video chat this person. Because you could easily be catfish. Until next time, you guys stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear your mask.
I'll catch you next time. Hey guys, it's Veronica again, and I've got to tell you about a ghost story. <laughs> okay, um, when I was 21, fresh out of college, and spent the night at my boyfriend's house, my then boyfriend. Um, it was a nice house. But it was out in the middle, I'm not going to say out in the middle of nowhere, but it was kind of like in the country. And the houses were like sparse and spread, spread very far apart. Now, it wasn't like I hadn't spent the night over there before. I'd spent the night there plenty of times. But on this particular night <laughs> I ended up having to be left alone there at the house oh my goodness I was so nervous I was afraid I, I was everything all at one time so this is how the night started um, we'd already watched TV we'd already eaten dinner and we were getting ready for bed, and then there was a knock at the door, and it was his grandmother. And uh, she kind of told him that his older brother had gotten into some trouble, had ended up getting arrested, and they needed to get together to get him out. And he was very upset about this. He looked around at me. But uh, he said a few words to her. He stepped out on the porch and said whatever he said. When he came in, he, he slammed the door. And I was like, what, what, what's going on? What's going on? He said, uh, I got to go. I said, you got to go. I'm going with you. He said, no, you can't come. And I was looking. Well, I was like, who's going to be here with me? And he said that his cousin was going to, was going to be there to protect me mind you this kid's not I'm I'm quite a, I'm older than this kid but he he's getting himself situated put on his clothes and I'm holding on to his arm please no no just let me go with you <laughs> and uh the cousin comes over and he gives the guy uh, a gun and, you know, that did not make me feel safe at all. And so, I'm still holding on to his arms. He said, Veronica, please. Please, calm down. You're going to be okay. And I, I felt crazy for acting the way, <laughs> acting the way that I did. But, uh, you know, he left. I was very sad. And um, I turned the light off in the bedroom. And the cousin was in the living room. And I got up. He'd already fallen asleep. I was like, oh, okay, you're protecting me. I made sure the door was locked. And it was. And so I went back into the bedroom. Now, this was the first time I ever noticed the house settling. It was making all kinds of noises. My heart was beating so fast. I got up and I turned on some music. And um, 
that helped. But then I started hearing, you guys can think I'm kidding. I started hearing something say my name. Veronica. Veronica. He said my name like three or four times. I turned the music up and I opened the window because it started feeling stuffy to me. I would have rather hear the outside noises than to hear something saying my name. And said my name a couple more times, and I got up, and I went, and I woke the cousin up, and I asked him if I could sleep on the couch with him. Now, <laughs> he's lightly plus size, and you know, I'm not thin at all. And so, I get on the couch beside him, and I was, <laughs> I was glued to him. I was really scared. And so I dozed off, and he got up and used the bathroom. He left me in the living room alone. And after that, something started calling my name again. And the house was, the house was very dark and, and spooky. It's like, why wouldn't someone just get up and turn on the light? And he came back in, and he told me to scoot, scoot over. He said I was making him hot. And then, yeah, he, he was sweating. So I was like, nah, I'm just going to go and get back in the bed. I went and got back in the bed. And I felt myself dozing off, dozing off, drifting. And I heard really loud in my ear at that time, Veronica. And I opened my eyes. I didn't see anything. It, I... Uh, I couldn't go to sleep. I sat up all night looking out the window. Luckily, there was a screen on the window or the mosquitoes would have taken me away. And so, the next morning, in walks my boyfriend. And uh, I said, where have you been? He said, we ran out of gas at the gas station. And we thought it was a 24-hour gas station and we couldn't get gas until they opened. And I said, I was so scared. There was a ghost after me. And he did, he did not believe me. And he did not want to hear anything like that. He was mad. He was frustrated. They paid all this money to get his brother out of jail. And there I was showing out. And he tried to hug me. I was like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. And he said, what's wrong? I said, I want to go home. I want to go home right now. And he was mad. He didn't want to take me home. And, and Jack, just, just, it was just, uh, it was crazy. The cousin, he was, he got out of the way because he knew that my boyfriend was about to flip out. And let me tell you, he had this really heavy uh, end tape, coffee table. In the living room. And do you know he flipped that over like a sheet of paper. And he stormed past me. My heart was beating so fast. So I ran over there to the cousin. And I said I just want to go home. And he came back. He said I'm not taking you home. I am not taking you home until I'm ready. And I said no I want to go home. I, this is a ghost house. This house is haunted. He said this house is not haunted. He came up to me. He came up to me really close. And he grabbed me by the arm. And we went and we sat on the bed. And he has a, back then he had a, a, a cat. 
the cat came up scrubbing and brushing up against his leg and he kind of knocked the cat out of the way you know he didn't hurt the cat or anything he just kind of got it out of the way and I guess the cat was trying to comfort him but he did not want to be comforted and I was sitting on the bed I was very afraid by now I had never seen him act violent he'd never raised his voice he was just I don't know maybe paying out all that money did something to him because he know he knew that he wasn't going to be paid back. I knew the brother. I knew how he was. He had issues with uh, different substances and he could never hold down a job. But anyway, it was good that the family came together to kind of get him out. I don't know how much everybody else put in, but my boyfriend, he put in a lot. And to this day, I know that <laughs> he hasn't been paid back. But on the end, let me tell you, he ended up taking me home and he, he tried to hug me and kiss me before I went in the house, but I wouldn't let him. And then that next weekend rolled around, and he came to get me. And he had his cousin with him, and he was like, come on, come on. I said, I'm not going. I told my mom, I'm not going. I don't want to be with you anymore. I don't want to go back to the house. But he tried to go off of me, and the cousin had said, come on, man. You see, she doesn't want to be with you anymore. Let's just go. Let's just go. And he left. But that night, I don't know, I just couldn't stop thinking about that ghost. And I was looking around my own bedroom and hoping that nothing had hitched a ride on him. It took me a while to get over that. But let me tell you guys, ghosts are real. They are definitely real. And until next time... <laughs> Stay safe, wear your mask, sanitize your hands, and don't be coughing on others. Bye.